A's for Alcoholic is a program about recovery. Thank you for your patronage and enjoy the show. First of all, thank you to all you Patreons who are listening to this right now. We appreciate you. You make yeah. this possible. You really, really do. It is uh, such a boost and um, such... It's just... it. It makes it easier for us to get on here and do our thing and talk about the stuff that we like to talk about and hopefully the stuff that you like to listen to. So welcome to our holiday edition. This is, um, I guess we could call it uh, tips and tricks for holiday travel, holiday yeah. holiday drinking, family outings, and all the that stuff. The survival guide. Yeah, yes, the, the holiday survival guide. That's great. The cheat guide. We'll give mm-hmm. you all the cheats. You get all the, the cheats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, what happens around this time of year and also uh, Christmas as well is, you know, it's always tough. You got to go see family. Family's coming to see you. You're traveling. You're, you know, hanging out with people you don't usually see. There's often, there is an excess of alcohol consumption happening, well, you know, coming up like the day before Thanksgiving is one of the biggest drinking years or one of the biggest drinking days of the year outside yeah. of probably New Year's and Halloween. Yeah. It's some I of the most. I didn't even realize that until you brought it up earlier in conversation. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. you know, you think about it, right? It's nobody has to work the next day. Nope. The only thing you got to do is get up and eat. And you're usually in, you know, back home or just hanging out and everybody goes out and everybody gets shit faced and go try to hook up with some old flame or. Right. Yeah. (laughs) All you uh, like all you young people, you know, you all move away. All you young people, as I yell this from my front porch, but, (laughs) you know, you move away and then you come back into town, your hometown. And then there's that Wednesday night where everybody goes out to the bars and catches up and you know gets shit canned and mm-hmm. yeah exactly there's a lot going on there travel travel's always full of things i hate traveling right hate you it. don't even fly i hate generally. flying. i haven't been on an airplane since 2007 which now i've jinxed myself watch i'm gonna have to get on one soon and deal with that <laughs> sober i've never been sober on an airplane but i've been sober on a train though which is that takes a long time yeah i think you know, one of the, the single biggest rule or the single biggest thing I could say is that you've got to plan it, you know? Um, yeah. If you're going to be traveling, say you're going, you know, we live here on the West Coast, and if you're going to be going back east or something like that, you're going to be taking a plane. And um, I think it's important to, one, know where you're know where you're going, obviously. Um, if you're somebody who likes to go to meetings, go to 12-step meetings, Find a meeting guide online for the town that you're going to be in. You know, hell yeah, yeah. It's always good to visit, man. That's always it's fun when mm-hmm. I do it. It's super fun. Yeah, to go see. It's like the same format, but in a different place. You know, sure. different people. You know, different shady dude with one leg or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like different. Yeah, grandma over there knitting. I had some awesome yeah. times in different meetings around the country when I would travel yeah. and. Um, so that's, that's a big thing I think is to just kind of have a plan. And so like when you're at the airport, what do people do at the airport? They're waiting for flights, flights are delayed. You know, it's like, would you like to get a shot of Jaeger for $2 more? Or would you like to upgrade that shit? And right. 
you know, find yourself, get yourself a book. It's a lot easier these days, I think, with like iPhones and iPads. And, yeah, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you can watch movies. There's all kinds of, um, there's lots of great recovery podcasts out there you can listen to at the airport. <laughs> there's so many resources at your hands to mm-hmm. like distract you from the stress and anxiety of traveling so you don't have to deal you don't have to rely on the same old device that's worked for you in the past. There's so many now. There's so much more. Mm-hmm. Audiobooks. Yeah. Netflix has that app. Well, the Netflix app I did on my phone where you just download you just download the movies to your phone and then you don't have to worry about having a Wi Fi connection. You just watch whatever. Full Come house or whatever. <laughs> whatever you all of Full House at the airport. I watch Kimmy Schmidt, man. I love that show, Kimmy mm-hmm. Schmidt. Unbreakable. Yeah, but yeah, I watch Full House, Bill Nye, I don't know, whatever mm-hmm. you're into. Dynasty. <laughs> they got that. Yeah. Uh, I also heard a thing that, and I don't know if this is true, but that if you page a friend of Bill W's, mm-hmm. that people in the airport who are also in the program will come meet really? you and you can I talk didn't know to them. that. Yeah. So this was something that I read somewhere, and again, I haven't used it. And for those of you who don't know, um, Bill W. was the founder of Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, but it's just another resource to say if you're thinking about having a drink, man, and you just don't can't fucking focus on you know episodes of Doogie Howser, try yeah. a paging Dude. friend of Bill W.'s. Wow, yeah, I didn't even realize that was an option. I'm just going to do that just to high-five the other drunks, you know? But, <laughs> yeah, and if you're not really in the 12-step or you're not really into AA or whatever, it's it's always good to just be around another sober person. It's not like they're going to try to, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, what's the, yeah like get convert you, you or get you. Convert or... you, that's the word, yeah, yeah. yeah. I ain't got time Recruit for that. You. I, I got a flight to catch back Yeah, to... I got a flight. I just want to hit you up and be like, you all right? You straight? Hey, I'm in here too. There's other... Th- it's just good to know there's other drunks, there's other alcoholics mm-hmm. wandering around, and there's tons of them in that airport recovering alcoholics. There, yeah. there. I guarantee you, you're probably sitting five five people away from another recovering alcoholic. And it's there's a there's a bunch of us out there. And it's great, man. When you when you talk to somebody who's in recovery, and you know somebody who you may look at them and have immediate judgment about who they are or what they do, and when yeah. they know, and then you find out, and there's just there's a certain like little bit of I don't know, camaraderie. I want to say yeah. magic. You know, there's like this little moment where it's like, oh, okay, well, we're just going to talk about being sober for a minute here. And, yeah. and that's fine. And that's all we're going to talk about. Okay, cool. Have a safe flight. It was nice to meet you. Maybe I'll see you next time. And who knows? So, yeah. again, I don't know if that works, but that's that's what I heard is that you can you can page somebody. That. That's pretty interesting, though, to be like, hey, who else here has the bug? You got the bug? I got the bug. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, those there's tons of resources to, to kill time in an airport and to alleviate your anxiety. You know, even, mm-hmm. I mean, if you can pull off meditation in a crowded airport, man, you are a master. You don't even got to worry. Right. You know, there's lots of things you can do, yeah, just for the traveling aspect alone. But I, I, I uh, totally can relate to the amount of anxiety around having to get on an airplane or get or just travel in general. I, I took a train home. Mm-hmm. I took the Amtrak from Tucson, Arizona, back up to Eugene, Oregon, and it was a long trip, man. And there's a long layover in L.A. You're in the L.A. train station where they filmed a ton of fucking movies, you know, and. <laughs> So I'm just sitting there being like, whoa, this is from this movie and that movie. But just, yeah, that Netflix helped me out so much. And just audiobooks. I listened, I must have listened to it. I think I listened to the book It. I just, 
just killed time. Whereas like I had taken that train trip previously and like would take a fifth with me and just, you know, be yeah. the fucking, yeah, it'd be the sideshow on the train or trying to play like domino with two old dudes who are drinking limeritas, you know, and I'm <laughs> just over here like, you know, trying to get through a hangover. I've done that on, on train trips where you get like the liter of Pepsi and dump out yeah. like half of it and fill it up mm-hmm. with whiskey. Yeah. And you sit the, there, you know, oh, thinking dude, nobody yeah. knows and. Everybody Even though you've knows. got like a wave, a cloud around you of fruit flies and fucking stink lines, and you're like, I'm so sneaky, but mm-hmm. one eye is bright red and the other one's looking at the ceiling. Yeah, dude, they fucking know. Yeah. Yeah, they know. But I mean, it's not about them, it's about you. You know. You know too, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah. I, I, you know, and, and travel can be very. I mean, dare I say traumatic? I mean, that might be a strong word, be. but it's it's I mean, fucking stressful. Some people love it. I hate living out of a suitcase, man. I, I need to be comfortable. I can't, I don't, I have like real big problems with discomfort. It's mm-hmm. always really jarring to my psyche and personality and like my psychological well-being. I hate living out of a suitcase. I just do really, my wife's the opposite. She can go anywhere and do anything. And I'm just like, I can't bring my PlayStation with me. I can't, <laughs> <laughs> you know. What but, about uh, the Wii Sport or the Wii, the new Wii, the little thing where the that comes off? You're not into the Wii? That's the split. The yeah, split. no, I don't really like Nintendo games. But the Wii is like the one where you swing the nunchucks around. You don't want to do that on a plane. Because <laughs> then you'll just end up with a state marshal getting really well acquainted with you. you right. Know, Air marshal. <laughs> Air marshal. Yeah. Yeah, um, he'll teach you bondage, you know. You know <laughs> I, I think, too, and I'm probably going to say this again in this podcast, but I can't stress it enough strangers often will ask you to drink with them. Certainly if you're in traveling situations and the thing that you can say is no, thanks. I've had enough. And everybody understands that whether you've had enough for the last three years, 30 years or three hours, like, yeah. So that's a big thing too. And, um, you don't have to, you don't really have to explain yourself any further than that. Um, yeah. You know, and, and when you're with people like, whether it's in an airport or in your hometown or traveling with people and family, have an excuse, man. And I'm not, I'm, I don't want to condone necessarily lying, but if you, if whatever excuse you need to stay sober, whether it's like, yeah, I'm on antibiotics right now or any number of things, like, I'm, I mean, I don't know, but it's just like, <laughs> I love it. I'm on it. You know what? I'm on an antibiotics right now. Yeah. <laughs> But just having having a plan of what you're going to say and what you're going to do and, you know, whether it's, you know, and people don't need to know all your business. And I know that family will be tend to be um, they tend to pry a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, all I'm doing is I'm just not drinking today. And that's another thing that I, I tell people a lot. And I'll even see what my, my girlfriend and I, if we go out to dinner, you know, she doesn't drink either. And she's not she's not an alcoholic, but she doesn't drink either. And. I always say, no, I'm not drinking tonight. And I kind of go like to her, I'm like, oh, did you, but if you want something and she's always no, 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 you know, and just to kind of make it normal and casual and whatever. And does that's your girlfriend, just, your girlfriend doesn't drink though, right? Or not at she, all. No, yeah, not at all. Which, which is nice. I mean, I wouldn't care if she did. And I think that, you know, I think in our entire relationship, I think she like smoked weed once at a show with some friends and right. was really, I, I don't even know if that was the case. I think. Yeah, I don't know, but I think there was like one time, and it was just a little bit, and I don't think so though. I'll yeah. have to ask her. I don't want to. I just don't want to say that she did and she didn't. And but um, no, she doesn't. She doesn't imbibe. She doesn't mm-hmm. indulge. Um, 
but yeah, man, um, dealing with family, have a plan with your folks, with your family, tell them up front, I think is for me, like I would be upfront with people about, Hey, I'm just not drinking on Thanksgiving. I don't want right. anything to drink. Um, I think letting people know your intentions will, I mean, they may be curious and they may want to ask you about it. And you may find out that some of them are in the same boat and want to, you know, maybe somebody might want to go to a meeting with you or sit out right. the day's indulgence with you. I would imagine that more often than not, your family members will be pretty excited that you're not getting drunk or you're not drinking. They're probably pretty proud <laughs> mm-hmm. of you, considering the last few Thanksgivings, you know. Right. <laughs> but um, I'd also like to add to that, you know, if if you're in a family situation where they enable you or they are all active alcoholics themselves and you find that really triggering or... You know what I mean? It's just a mm-hmm. whole negative thing that may trigger you to drink or cause you to want to drink. Like you're allowed to have autonomy. Like your your recovery is the most important thing in your life in the beginning. Uh, not even the beginning, the entire time. So like your autonomy is super precious. So you have every right to be like, you know what? I can't make it this year. You know, I mean, even I know we're doing a whole podcast about traveling for the holidays. But mm-hmm. if it's there's the options there and it's too much for you, just tell them. Yo, I can't make it this year. And you don't, it doesn't have to be a big fight or anything. You know, you don't have to make it into like, oh, it's because you're all a bunch of drunks and assholes or something. <laughs> you know, like you can't stand being around you people. You don't have to be aggressive with it. I mean, I, I really, I really feel like your recovery is number one, you know. And if you feel yeah. like that threatens your recovery, man, you have a, you have a, every right to like back out and be like, you know what? I'm too busy. Lie. I, I will encourage lying yes. on this on this Patreon podcast. Lie, be like, work is too busy. I can't afford the trip. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, there's tons of excuses. Just, you know, I just I can't get away. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, because there are fam. There's a there's a family dynamic. There, are, it's probably also pretty common that there are family dynamics out there that are pretty unhealthy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're alcoholics. We know about unhealthy family dynamics, you know, like, and there are people who are alcoholics, you know, on the other side too, I had a very healthy family dynamic, but that's always an option too. You always have to, in these, this time of year, any time of year really, but especially this time of year, it's always really good to consider your own recovery and what your recovery needs and what you need to get better and recover, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. not going to be any good to anybody, including your family, if you're not going to stay sober. Exactly. You know, I... I certainly, when I think about those things and I, there were moments with, with people when I was early in recovery and they're like, what? So you're just not going to drink ever again? And I said, yeah, I'm, I think so, but I'm just kind of working on today. Mm-hmm. And people would be very surprised and like, well, come on. I mean, just nothing like not a glass of wine and right. Like, well, no, I'm, I'm actually quite all right. I'm going to have a diet Coke and not, you know, ruin Thanksgiving. Like, right. Leave that to somebody else. Leave that to another cousin to do. Yeah, it's you know? somebody else's job to sit there and throw all that dirt on the table. Or if you have like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever the issue is, let's just get let them fucking drink yeah, a bunch of wine and argue about politics. That's got nothing to do with you, Jack. Mm-hmm. You're cool. Yeah. But yeah, you don't have to do it. You don't have to go anywhere. And it's it's true because if you're not if you're not sober or if you feel like you're going to, you know, I don't really fall off the wagon. I mean, or whatever you want to say. It's yeah. just don't do it. I mean, you don't, you don't have to is the, is the thing, you know, you don't have to listen to anybody about it. Um, right. But if you are there 
and you have touchdown and you are in your yeah, hometown. There you are. You're there. Yeah. And your you uncle didn't take our you advice. Up. Yes. <laughs> you know, and uh, it's I think, like I said, reach out to somebody and let somebody know and you will more than likely, I imagine, um, find somebody who will be supportive of that decision and will help you. Uh, you know, I remember going back east for I think it was I think it might have been Christmas, but I just remember being there and I was I was of age at the time and I was my it was my grandparents and my uncle and my aunt and my my dad and I just remember like drinking a lot of whiskey because it was like this busy fucking house and all these people and kids and there was all this shit going on and it was just like all I need to do is find a quiet corner and drink myself into a stupor and not right. have to deal with any of this. And, you know, make the plan for where you're going to sleep. If you're going to stay in, you know, in your house, that's fine. I mean, just try, try if you can to make sure that you buddy up or have a quiet place or right. if there's an event, right? So like, say you're going to be somewhere that you're far away from wherever you're sleeping, um, whether, you know, it's, I don't know, like have a, have an exit strategy. Right. You know, you talk about yeah. this when you go to parties with your wife and, you know, you talk about having an excuse or something or a reason to leave early. And yeah. You say like, yeah, my daughter's thing or whatever. And find a way like either some something you have to do the next day, which I know it's Thanksgiving, but um, I always just be like, hey, man, I want to get up early and go for a run. So I got to get home. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or you don't have to be like, yo, being here is fucking my shit up and I'm going to fucking get fucked up if i stay here you know what i mean i'm mm-hmm. triggered and i, I want to have a drink if that's embarrassing which it can be really embarrassing to be like yo i'm it's like a you feel like it's not a sign of weakness but it can feel that way make something up be like yo my i've my stomach's bothering me well what's wrong with your stomach and if they keep pressing just be like hey, i got fucking diarrhea everywhere and they'll leave <laughs> yeah. you alone they'll immediately <laughs> that's awful advice but no but i but i mean you can you know there there are times where you can have an excuse when you can't really tell them what the real excuse is because of pressures around you or whatever. Yeah, but it's great. If you're in a big city, there's always Uber, cab, Lyft. Make sure, yeah, you got some cash. You got some cab fare. Yeah. If you're stuck in the middle of Ohio, you know, in a barn somewhere, there's mm-hmm. there's got to be one cool cousin who will drive you home or a cool aunt. You know, there's got to be another sober family member. Reach out to them. It's always good to have like a friend at home you can reach out to that's sober, you know, that's going through recovery as well that you're close with, you know. There's so much, there's, there's, we have a lot more resources now. Yeah. You know, yeah, you and I got lucky that we got sober (laughs) Mm -hmm. in a resourceful time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine like the older generation. A hundred years ago when shit didn't exist. Right, or just like even 60 years ago when you had to call on a landline and be like, I need to talk to, you know, Jeff. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Jeff sitting in a call center just yeah, waiting. Yeah, exactly. And there's call centers too. I yeah. mean, there, there are tons of resources and able to make navigating this holiday, which can be difficult, easier. Mm-hmm. You, know. you know, another thing too that I just thought of, if you can tolerate your drunk family and you're going to have to be around them and it's going to be this thing where you're driving out somewhere and driving back, why don't, you could always just raise your hand and say, hey, I'll be the designated driver. And that way, oh, yeah. nobody ever says anything to that. Nobody ever says, come on. Come on, yeah. You you're can like, have I'm a little eggnog. Now. Yeah. If you're the designated driver, you're the designated driver. That's it. Right. 
And then so. you steal, steal from your mom's purse. <laughs> you might. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> just when she gets real nice and toasty, you just lift that pocketbook and. <laughs> That's yeah. awful. Don't do that <clears throat> Don't shit do either, that. though. Don't do I'm that. I'm just joking. I'm just bringing a little levity to the podcast. But yeah, it's, it's um, I there's there's a lot of these things um that you can do, and it's it's so excruciating sometimes. I know to be with. Yeah family and oh, yeah, um, that dynamic is hard we talked about meditation before and um for those of you who have practiced it you you know that it's it's something where you can just take a couple of minutes and get away and like close your eyes and breathe for even two or three minutes and it can really help reset things you know and kind of gather yourself so I think that meditation is a great one. Um, and there's lots of good apps out there for that. Uh, yeah. There's a free one called Insight where you can do guided and um, just self-meditation. There's another one called Headspace, which is awesome. I pay for that one, um, and it's it's my favorite. I use it almost every single day. I kind of fell out of practice with it in the last week, and I can totally tell. So I think those things are really, really good. And it's just a matter of remembering and being strong about what it is that you're trying to accomplish over the next, you know, three or four days. Yeah. If you're flying out on Wednesday and you're coming back on Monday or Sunday or whatever it is, make a plan for each one of those days. Get the, get the old itinerary out and have an idea and just be, be as prepared as you can. There's always going to be something that comes up and there's always going to be somebody who, you know, when you meet old friends and what do you tell your old friends if you're not drinking anymore and they're like, hey, why don't you go? Let's meet up at uh, O'Malley's and yeah. get a couple of pints. O'Malley's. I don't know what that accent is. I don't know what that is either. That's. <laughs> but, hey, I, well, yeah, you guys, you know, I'm on a diet. Sure. That's an awful excuse, too. That's actually not an awful Mm-mm. excuse, but, you know, I'm watching my weight. No, man. Got to take care of business here. My mom's not feeling too good. I got to help her out with some shit here. Mm -hmm. I miss you guys. I love you guys. Have fun. Hit me up tomorrow after Thanksgiving dinner. We'll have some pie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's, it's one thing too. You can ask people if they want to meet for coffee. I always tell people. Yeah. When I say like, Hey man, so I've only got a quick minute. I I'm in town, but I'm really busy, but I'd love to meet you for a cup of coffee or, um, fucking what do people drink like hot cocoa or uh yeah and you just say a matcha a nice (laughs) yeah man can i meet you at the starbucks yeah rather than being at the bar at the end of the fucking night just you you don't it's nowhere to be and think of the amount of the the roadblocks what do they call it the police stops that are out oh during yeah this time of dude year. they're it's... doing all them dui fucking mm-hmm. pullovers yeah mm-hmm. i forgot all about those yeah, yeah. They're like yeah make you get out of the car and do a dance routine and shit mm-hmm. nice yeah that, there's your big audition right that's <laughs> <laughs> fucking awful it's just no just, I, I love the patreon <laughs> podcast it's just me being salty as shit ah no we need, we need a little salt it's all right you, um, you paid for it you people. paid for it but yeah, I think that that's that's another thing to just to realize what's at stake here. And what's at stake is that you are trying to you you've gotten sober or you're trying to get sober and you're trying to stay sober. And this you you know, you may have just gotten sober like last fucking week 
And it's easy to say, eh, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up and, you know, it'll be fine. We'll just figure it out next week. And if you, I mean, do what you got to do, you know, do you do you. But if you want to stay sober, make a plan to be sober next week. You know, don't, there's absolutely no reason. Well, I mean, there's lots of reasons, but if it's important to you, be prepared is I, I keep saying that enough. And again, you know, no thanks. I've had enough and it right. works. It works in so many different ways. Yes. It um, does. what else? I think if you, if you've gotten some recovery literature to have with that, I think that yeah. that's important. That's great. I was going to make suggestions actually. Sure. I please. Looking at my phone. What's her name? Um, um, Annie, Annie Grace, uh, this uh, this naked mind is supposed to, supposed to be really good. Yeah, she's got a podcast too called This Naked Mind. It's super interesting. And then as far as meditation, there's always Noah Levine. Um, he did like what is it? Against the Stream, I think, is one of them. He's a recovering alcoholic who does medica- meditations, and he's like a pretty hardcore dude, mm. super tattooed and stuff. Um, and of course I, I really liked living sober, you know, the reference the book we referred to in the last podcast, I always think it's got some pretty good uh, justifications for these tactics to use to avoid, you know, drinking again. Yeah. But they don't just give you the tactic or, or the, 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 the routine or whatever to avoid drinking. They also give you the whole justification behind it. You know, how, how does this work? Why does this work? You know, those are three I can think of off the top of my head. Mm hmm. Yeah, and I'll um I'll make sure to put the links in the description of those books. Oh yeah, I'm they're just books say that you a bunch of books. Yeah, now. no, you, yeah, there there were two books you were talking about, right? Yeah, there's yeah. A Noah Levine and Annie Grace. I'll, I'll I'll yeah I'll send them over. I'll text. Okay. Them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's it is a very very challenging time for a lot of people, and um I don't have any compunction about how difficult it is, and. It's cold and it's miserable in a lot of places. And, and... then you got to watch football. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you like football, then, then fuck yeah, you're doing on. great. But yeah, it's um, it doesn't have to be impossible, and it doesn't have to be something that um is going to knock you over. And yeah. I, you know, I'll say this too about about meetings. Depending on whatever whatever twelve step program you you were involved in, but they do um meeting places will do 24 hours where normally they might only have like two or three or four oh, yeah. meetings a day. They'll yeah. do, they'll do, you know, an, an alcathon. And so yeah. you can literally, if there's a, if there's a meeting place in your town, chances are, and again, I would check the schedule that they have a meeting for every single hour. There's almost a, there's a meeting going on every single minute of that day. So yeah. whether it's like Thanksgiving yeah. Or Christmas, or I mean, they do it on New Year's Eve as well. I believe every every big holiday, especially. I think they they even do it on uh, like St. Patrick's Day and Cinco de Mayo in some places. I bet they do. Yeah, that's yeah. I didn't think about that either, man. You got the good ones now. All I'm, <laughs> I'm just telling people to lie and steal and shit. <laughs> hey, just you like, know, it's be dishonest. Just remember, you're gonna have to make amends for those uh, for those things later. But um, yeah, do, try not to do that shit too much. Yeah, I think, but it's important. If you have to make a if you have to make an excuse to get out of there, I say make the fucking excuse. Yeah, get yeah, out. Yeah, you there. don't. Yeah, get out of there. Yeah, don't waste yeah, you your don't time. Drink. 
but uh, you don't you don't want to drink because I I trying to think of like if I was in a position, it wouldn't matter if I didn't if I didn't feel comfortable, I would leave. I would just straight up, and I've told this to my girlfriend when we're out in public and we're going to different places, and she's you know she's a performer, and so a lot of the places that she performs, they are partying they are doing a lot of drinking and then with drinking and music come drugs and it's like and i've told her i said hey i'm just letting you know like if i'm ever uncomfortable i'm just gonna leave and i'm not saying that it needs to be your problem or your thing and um because i'll go sit in the car or or if i'm i'm serious man like i know i know and i'm I'm just like i'd rather sit in the car and play on my phone and because i don't want to harsh on her good time if she's well that's that's why i started laughing because i seriously imagine you sitting in her car playing candy crush (laughs) just humming just humming like a pavement song to yourself or something just playing candy i totally it's range life yeah (laughs) i could settle down (laughs) you're just like crushing all the peppermints down yeah I could settle down. Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and we we always have that um that agreement, especially like if you're traveling with somebody and they want to yeah. drink, make those agreements beforehand about yeah. what you're going to do and again mm-hmm. how you're gonna get there and back, or yeah, take a cab. You know, yeah. it's 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 not that big a deal. So I, I make I accept that. I take that if we're gonna go to a show or something like that, and it's something where I'm like, yeah, I don't really know. But a lot of times she'll say, if you're not sure, you don't have to say yes too. You know, so I'll I'll just be like, right. I'll be like, you have fun, honey. I'm gonna stay home and play Candy Crush and sing pavement songs by myself. Right. And we're exactly. cool like that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's uh, it's all about. Proper proper planning prevents poor performance, I think was an old saying somebody once told me. I've never heard that in my life, but that's great. <laughs> yeah, you got I the like gems, the alliteration. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think that that's, I don't know. Is there anything else, Jerry? Is there any other like hot tips, tricks? I think I think we covered them. I would, I, I'd like to say, uh, and we'll probably address this at some point on the podcast too. Now let's say shit goes down and you do have a slip or a relapse, mm-hmm. you know, that should, cause that shit happens too. And I just like to say that it's all right. It's all right. You, I always, and I said it on the previous podcast, but I always say drunks are going to drink. It's what we do, man. And if you do that, that's all right. Because you know that you might have fucked up, but you already know that you have the capacity to, to recover again because yeah. you've already done it once before you know you got those tools in your tool belt you just had a slip or a drop or you know it they happen and if they, if it does just you know you got to forgive yourself and dig your way out of it again you know mm-hmm. yeah that's an important yeah. thing to forgive yourself yeah. and i i've met some people who have you know been sober for years and then go back out like nine ten twelve years and they go and they have a drink and and you know i <clears throat> And they're sober now, and they're like, "That's just what I needed. I needed to do that." Right. So don't you don't feel too bad. You made a mistake, and we learned from mistakes. It's not we're not trying to be perfect here. We're just trying to live a decent, content life. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and maybe, maybe you know, help ourselves along the way. Mm-hmm. You know, like work on ourselves as people. But nobody's is trying. And I can probably speak for John. Neither of us mm-hmm. are trying to attain perfection. We're <laughs> just. We're no. just trying to like have a good time and you know, not 
not destroy drink. anything in the <laughs> not yeah. destroy anything. Thank you. Yeah, I couldn't think of a that good that idea of being out. a fucking tornado, which yeah. I was. I know you were. Yeah, same here. I was. I was more like a hurricane because I was real wet all the time. <laughs> I was real clammy. But uh, um, you were you were real sweaty too, though. We were was both hurt. Real pretty. You were sweaty. tropical. You were tropical weather system. Man, and eating all that salty meat and drinking all that liquor, dude. Yeah, just so I, I want to eat that pig ear, just a pork crackle in a pig ear. And anyway. now, now yeah. I'm over here <laughs> measuring out my hummus, trying to trying to I'm, keep I'm, it light. I'm glad you're doing it, man. It's but, good. Uh, yeah, it's good. This, you know, and I, you know, again, this is the other thing. Don't worry about counting your calories this week either. If that's something that's stressing you out, enjoy. If you're if you think you're gonna have a glass of whiskey, go ahead and have a second piece of pecan pie, man. Fuck yeah, totally dude. Totally do it. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to gain a pound from eating a fucking slice of pecan pie. You know? <laughs> just, just you're not. do it. If there are, there are other, I like to have two like little, you talked about this little Jolly Rancher candies or some kind of little sweet candy, something yeah. or other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Make sure, <clears throat> oh, I got another one. If you're going somewhere, go to the store first and stock up on your favorite soda beverage, La Croix, Coke Zero or whatever it is. Make sure that shit yeah. is in the house so you can just have a 12-pack and crack one and you can fill up your cup with That's whatever. That's a great idea. You know, I did you so don't... many parties and I just bring a, a, a half rack of Coke. I'm bringing, my, <laughs> I'm bringing a half rack of Coke. I would, or Diet Cokes. I'd bring mm-hmm. like a 12-pack of Diet Cokes. And then I would just, you know what? I wouldn't even leave them at the party. I'd take them home with me. I don't care. These are mine. But, but yeah. Um, yeah, those help. You know what? The other suggestion I was going to make too was... Uh, um, Put on a sweater and a coat and go on a walk. Walk around your old haunt. Walk around your mm-hmm. old neighborhood. Drive. Go for a drive. Drive around your town. <clears throat> Reminisce about the stepping stones that made you who you are and what you're doing. Yeah. You know, I do that every time I'm back home in Nogales. I go home and drive. Megan and I will drive and I'll be like, yeah, I went to elementary school there. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, me too, because it's a small <laughs> town. Actually, she didn't. But, you know, like, yeah. it's 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 I don't know. Those things are good. Get out. Get out. If it's too much, get out. Walk around. I think that's a great idea. Go somewhere. Yeah. Go for go for like a little nostalgic drive and kind of look at look at your past in a different lens, a clearer, more sober, sobering lens, and and be be thankful for the things that you that you've accomplished in the. Be thankful yeah. for your sobriety this Thanksgiving, Absolutely. man. And listen to Changes by David Bowie while you're doing it. <laughs> yes. While you're driving. That's yeah. that's the soundtrack. Yeah. Tell me you're not going to fucking cry a little bit. Mm-hmm. Ooh, is that or on maybe the playlist? Not. Is that on the Spotify no. playlist? No, but Changes is good. Maybe I'll Ooh, throw it on put it on the. Right we'll put it on the next one. So, yeah, um, that'll be on part two. Yeah, that'll so, be the new, the Rockin' New Year's the Spotify. <laughs> Jerry's I got no promises. New Year's. No nope. promises on that one. <laughs> so uh, what we will be doing, uh, Patreon listeners, is um, uh, we, the playlist, and we're going to do a show to go along and talk about each song on the playlist. And you want to describe a little bit how you set it up? Not the songs yeah. themselves, but... Well, see, I made a lot of mixtapes in high school. I know the younger listeners are like, what the fuck's a mixtape? And it's when you put a bunch of songs on a audio tape and send it to someone you like or someone you want to impress. And so I did it mixtape style where it had like a whole arc in it. So like the first few songs are about the glamour of drinking and the party of drinking, and then it turns into the necessity of drinking, and then it turns into the prison of drinking, and then then kind of the recovery aspect, the withdrawal aspect, and then it turns into like hope and happiness and gratitude. And you're like, whoa, I got through that shit storm. It's pretty rad. And I do it in like 11 songs. I'd say I'm a genius. That's pretty tight. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Now that's music. Now that's sober music. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just Private Eyes by Hall and Oates eleven <laughs> times. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um. So that's coming soon, and uh, probably next week. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Once you hear this, that'll be the next one. But yeah. So everybody out there. From us today is for alcoholic. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, yo. Remember what's important. Yeah, or happy harvest dinner or whatever you call it. Hey man, you know, yeah. your your sobriety, your clarity, your um what else? Sobriety, clarity, love yourself, kindness, yeah. all that good stuff, man. Gratitude is huge. Remember what you're right. grateful for. That's Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, gratitude. Thanks again for your support and helping us get this message out to people who still need it. Our music is by Neglect. You can find more of his work at neglect.bandcamp.com. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and A is for alcoholic.com. Thanks for listening.